I mean, you're always going to get negative feedback or disempowering feedback, but this is how I deal with it. That really helps me to keep crushing it. This podcast, The Underestimated Entrepreneur, is for the driven mofos out there who are driven to achieve more in life and business. After studying 1,457 of the world's most successful people in different fields and spending over $1 million on coaches, consultants, and seminars, I want to share with you the key learnings, lessons, tips, tools, and strategies that have not only made them super successful, but have also allowed me to go from the kid who was put into special classes, getting kicked out of school and wanting to end my life, to becoming the mental performance coach to some of the country's most successful people and helping me to grow multiple businesses. I want to help all of those out there who have been underestimated to prove their doubt is wrong and to help them to achieve more than they could possibly imagine. I hope you enjoy. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Well, I was asked yesterday, how do I deal with negative or disempowering feedback? Now, look, how I deal with it now isn't how I used to deal with it. So, you know, I want to give you a few different perspectives. You know, when I was younger and I used to get negative feedback or disempowering feedback, I used to deal with it like most people. I would get angry. I would get upset. I would blame people. I would be a victim. I would have excuses. All the usual bullshit that most people do when they are disempowered and insecure. These days, it's completely different. So these days, when I get negative or disempowering feedback, I normally just take a step back and I try to figure out why. Why am I getting this feedback? And where's it coming from? Now, it all depends where it comes from as well. Like, you know, if it's on TikTok, it's probably a 13-year-old kid that's a fucking idiot who hasn't seen daylight in, you know, three weeks because they're sitting in their bloody parents' basement. You know, I get that shit all the time where, you you know, there's like a post of my McLaren or something like that. And then there's, oh, that's a shit car. You should have bought a, you know, this and that. And and they don't have a photo and all that stuff. If you're on social media, you know the clowns. They're probably 13-year-old kids. They're idiots. They have nothing better to do in life. I don't even worry about them. So I don't classify that as negative or disempowering feedback. But if I get negative or disempowering feedback from, let's say, a staff member or a customer, or it might be even Jess or someone in my family, then what I want to do is I want to just stop and take a step back. And normally what will happen is that people normally only give you negative or disempowering feedback when there's part of them that actually cares or they want to see change for a reason. And I always remind myself of that, right? Like if I don't give a shit about something, I just don't even acknowledge it. So if I'm scrolling through social media and I see someone talking smack, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. And I just keep scrolling through. I see the news pops up bullshit all the time and I just keep scrolling through. I don't even take notice of it, just whatever. Whereas the stuff that makes me react or respond is normally the stuff that I care about. So if I care about something, I react to it. And I react to it in either an empowering way or a disempowering way. I react to it in a positive way or a negative way or you know whatever you want to call those terms. So if someone's talking about something that I've done in a negative or a disempowering way, there's normally an intention to want to see an improvement made or they're giving feedback. It's just that they don't know how to give feedback in a way that empowers. And some people don't even know why they're frustrated or why they're angry. They just know that they are or something's triggered them and they can't have a conversation. You see this in arguments all the time, right? Especially on social media where you have one person arguing with another person. They both have different perspectives and they're both arguing because they care about the topic. They're not arguing because they don't care. They care because they're trying to demonstrate a way of thinking or a view, yet the other person then doesn't acknowledge it. And so it keeps going back and forth. It just ends up in this big argument. 
So what I try to do is, let's say I get negative feedback or disempowering feedback from an event or a product. So what I will do is I will remind myself of that the intention is to help. Their intention is that they're giving me feedback because they care enough to give me that feedback, right? They care. And there's something about them that cares for whatever reason, okay? It could be empowering or disempowering, could be negative or positive. So then what I do is I just stop and I go, okay, what are they really trying to say? So let's just say, I haven't had this happen for a while because I normally we're always fine tuning our products and services and nothing's really been that bad. But back, like let's say in the old days, I used to run events and we used to go over time a lot. And so I, we would get complaints that the events would go over time too long. Now, my intention was that I just want to teach as much shit as I could. And so if I was running an hour late, like if the event was supposed to finish at eight o'clock at night and I finished at nine, I thought I'd done an amazing job because I was like, hell yeah, I'm just teaching them more valuable information. I'm giving them more. Now, some people love that and some people didn't. So some people are a bit more structured and so they've got to be home at a certain time or whatever. So they get frustrated. So they would give me that feedback. Now, instead of getting all pissed off and frustrated and going, well, you know, I'm trying to add value and you just don't give a shit. And so, you know what, you can bugger off. I would sit there and I go, okay, they're giving me this feedback because they obviously care. Now, what's the benefit? What can I pull out of it that's going to benefit the company and the organization myself? And I'm like, okay, well, look, I have gone over time. That does impact the company because there are people who have timelines and stuff like that. And I respect their timelines. Okay, so that benefits us. Even if someone's going on a rant, like if someone's going on a rant and I, I remember receiving this email about two years ago from someone who'd signed up to one of our products. Now, what had happened was I had a coach working for us. That coach, you know, I've come to discover after she resigned with us, I came to find out how toxic she was. She tried to steal a whole bunch of our IP. Actually, I had I really had nothing to do with it, but I told my team to just, you know, deal with it, right? I had a, a high-level manager at the time, a, a general manager, and the general manager essentially sent a cease and desist and said, if you use my content as in like, she literally went into the back end of our member hub and stole all of the content. Like she literally just copied fucking everything that I had, all of my programs. I'd had programs that I hadn't even released yet. And she'd gone and copied them all over. And we could see because you can see what in the computer software we use, I can see what team are accessing and what they're not accessing and all that stuff. And I could see that after she'd resigned, for some reason, my general manager had gone through and removed this person from everything apart from the one thing that was the most valuable, and that was my content. And so I had all my programs, all of the manuals, everything like that in there. And we could see that she'd accessed it like less than 24 hours before it got brought to my attention. And the team only brought it to my attention like a week after they'd discovered it. So, you know, the rest of my team had gone into damage control before I even found out about it. But what had happened was that this coach had gone out there and told everybody that I'd threatened her with legal letters and all that stuff. First of all, just for clarity of the record, I didn't know anything about it until all of this shit had been done. It's just that when I spoke to the general manager, she said, what should I do? And I said, well, you've got to do what you've got to do. If that means sending a legal letter with a cease and desist, then do what you've got to do. And so she took care of everything. I had nothing to do with it, really. I just, that was probably the only conversation I had about it. And then also my general manager called the ex-staff member and said, look, you know, you can't use any of that stuff. Like you resigned, you know what you're doing is wrong. And her response was, fuck him, fuck every... Now, this is a person who resigned on good terms, by the way. I had removed her from a manager's role and put her back to the job that she was doing previously. So she worked for us. And then I gave her a position as a manager 
as a trial for six months. After that six months, our sales had dropped to almost zero. So I ended up having to remove her. And then so she went fucking, well, at first she said, no, I have to think about it. And then she decided to resign okay, from the whole company, which I didn't want her to. She was a good coach, but had a lot of highly toxic traits as well which I used to work with her a lot on. Now I look back, I'm like, I probably should have fired her. I probably should have never hired her because she loved what I did, but she loved what I did because she was highly toxic and in a bad headspace. And so I used to help her a lot. And so that probably made her feel highly valuable, but that's not what I hired her for. I hired her to do a job. She was a good coach. She was good for our community and stuff like that, but she was also highly toxic and she was damaging to herself. So I end up getting, you know, all of this negative feedback from people in our community where they'd said, you know, you've threatened her with legal letters. We want nothing to do with you. Like you've told her that she can't coach and blah, blah, blah. And that wasn't what we did. <laughs> She'd essentially stolen shit for us. So what I had to do was I had to go back and look at that disempowering negative feedback. And I thought, okay, well, where did we lose it there? And we'd lost it with customers because I let someone like that have too much contact with our community without me having as much contact. And so she built the relationship with them. So when she left, they were closer to her than they were me. And then when she started spreading rumors, then they believed her and didn't even come to me. Now, it's pretty fucked because some of the people, I'd save their life. They'd come to our events and they were suicidal or they had huge amounts of depression. I'd help them all through that or anxiety or whatever. And they still sided with her because they had the relationship with her. And people forget shit really easy. I mean, these days, People even forgot how fucking stupid they were during COVID and how bad they reacted. Fucking wearing masks in their own car, right? Like just people forget really, really quickly how the stupid shit that they do. So that happened, but I sat there and I looked at all the negative feedback and I thought, okay, what can I take away from this? What can I learn from it? And I actually realized it was really beneficial for me and the community and so on. Also, it shed away a lot of the shit from our community as well because I didn't want the people who resided with her were like her. They were really fucking toxic people anyway. Some of them were great people. Some of you are probably listening to that podcast now and know who I'm talking about. But some of the people in the community were really highly toxic and they were a lot like her. So they were, you know, no wonder why they get along. But I also noticed that after that, there was also another incident where, you know, I had a, a, someone in our community for two years and this staff member was two years later, I'd received feedback that she wasn't happy about the thing that had happened two years ago from the coach that was dealing with her and then wrote this whole list about why our company's shit. Now, half of it I didn't even know about and half of it was that she was dealing with this coach that had left us anyway, but she just went on a rant. And what I realized was all she wanted to do was to just dump stuff off of her chest. She had a whole bunch of frustrations and some of it was actually really valuable feedback, right? There was some real valuable feedback in there. So I had to go in and untangle all the empowering feedback from it to figure out how we could improve. And I think when I tackle negative or disempowering feedback like that, it's awesome. And so I really find it beneficial because it actually helps to improve the product and service, even if the intention of the feedback is disempowering. Like sometimes you just get absolute fucking peanuts who just go nuts. Those people, their intention might be to, to destroy your business or just to destroy your brand or destroy you as a person. I had someone last week who signed up with us and was supposed to be here for a coaching session, didn't rock up, even though I called him in the morning and confirmed, are you coming? Yes, I'm coming. You know, an hour before their coaching session, I was in the middle of coaching a client and they went to the bathroom. The phone rings. I pick up the phone, which I probably shouldn't have done, but it was they'd essentially sent their assistant and their assistant's like, oh, they're not coming. Can they get a refund? Well, the answer was no, they can't get a refund. And secondly, they didn't rock up for their session. It was confirmed that time slot is booked out. It's your time slot. Like you can either rock up or 
you know, I have to be paid for my time that you've confirmed and you'd confirmed it. Now that same person went fucking toxic. She was saying, you know, I'm going to get a current affair onto you. You know, I'm going to make sure that every person in the, in the, the Adelaide business space is going to know what a scam artist and a fraud you are. And I was like, look, really, the only people who are going to believe someone like you who's that toxic is going to be people like you. So go and tell them because it's probably going to keep them away from me, number one, some benefit to our business. But the second thing is as well, like good business owners see through shit like that. Hey, Driven Mofos, if you ever want to have the video version of this podcast, which usually has more effects, visuals, graphs, and helps you to retain more of the information that I share, then check out my YouTube channel. I also share bonus in-depth training behind the scenes from some of our live events, plus interviews from some of the country's most successful people. So if you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, then check it out via the link in the description of the podcast. Remember to subscribe to get the latest stuff. I remember years ago, we had a client in our community who was a raving fan. But what had happened was I think they were going through a bit of a financial challenge and they owed us money. And they had done some of our programs. They actually came on our retreat. And I used to have a rule where it was like, I trust people. So I will pay for stuff and you just pay me back. Now, this person had come on a retreat that was like an $8,500 retreat and they still owed me about four and a half grand. Now, that person then decided that they couldn't pay and stuff and I was like, that's okay. Look, we'll put you on a payment plan. We can reduce the payment plan. My team had worked with them. And then this one day they just rock up with a, you know, you didn't do this, you didn't do that. And so there's something in their brain that just snaps. And so then they'd gone on social media, they'd gone nuts, spoken about how I never gave them what they wanted and all that. But like a couple of months beforehand, they were raving fans. They were writing posts about how great we are and how much we'd help them. But yeah, this person went crazy anyway. A couple of years later, I was sitting with a very well-known business person in Adelaide who he's not friends with this guy, but his brother is. And we were sitting down and we're having breakfast. This person is super, super successful. He's into supercars and shit as well. And we go driving and stuff together sometimes. But anyway, I thought I'd bring up the topic and I said, hey, look, I thought that you'd probably never want to catch up with me because of what this guy had said. And, you know, like I know he's going around and talking trash about me, but it's cool that like you were able to see through that. And he said, mate, look, I assumed that when he was talking shit about you, he goes, I didn't even know you at the time. But when he was talking shit, I could tell that he owed you money and you had put your foot down and he was pissed about it because you just stuck to your standards. And he said, don't worry, mate. I saw through it straight away. Now, this here is a very successful business person listening to someone who's ranting and raving who's not that successful at anything really. Now, this person is ranting and trying to destroy my brand and my reputation, but the person who was more evolved and more intelligent saw through it anyway. And that's what I realized over the years. I've heard of some people. I've even got friends who do it. Some of the friends that I used to hang around and even some that I'm still friends with on social media, they will rant about people that have fucked them and screwed them and done all this shit. And I know their personality. I know that they probably did the wrong thing, but I also know that they won't admit it to themselves. And so I take it with a pinch of salt. And I know the person that they're probably dealing with is probably more balanced, more grounded and has boundaries and is sticking up for themselves. It's just that the friend or the old friends that I have don't like that. And so now they're pissed off and they're upset and they're ranting on social media. So what I also realize is that when you're dealing with negative and disempowering feedback, don't stress about it. Because if you have the right intention and you're doing the right thing and you have boundaries, then people see through that shit really quickly. The only people who don't are the people who are like the person who's ranting and raving. So there are some times that 
you know, when someone's going nuts on social media and acting like a moron, I don't even worry about it because I know the only people that they're repulsing from me and are communicating with are people who are like themselves. And I don't want those people in my community because they're not my people. I'd rather have more intelligent people who want to get results, who want to achieve things and who don't put up with that sort of bullshit anyway. You know, that's not their thing. So like people attract like people. So if those people are ranting and raving on social media, they're only attracting like people anyway. And those like people I don't want around me. So it just helps to repulse them. I hope this helps for those of you out there who are worried about getting negative feedback or criticism on social media, because it's really true. I've actually seen people who rant and rave on social media who I used to be friends with in the past. And the people that they were raving about or ranting about, I go and click on their shit and I'm like, wow, their stuff's really, really good. In fact, I'm working with a coach at the moment who just sold a program that I don't know what it was. It might've been like a $20,000 program. He actually showed me the message and it was a person who said, someone I know was ranting about you online and talking shit about you. And I went and had a look at your stuff and I really liked it. And he's like, I want to do coaching with you. That's what happens. Sometimes your haters are actually the people who are helping you to sell your product too, right? Because the people who are more intelligent see through the bullshit. Right, there's stuff that pisses me off online, but I don't go and rant about it and rave about it. I don't have time to do it. So just remember that the people who are normally making the most noise are normally those who are the most disempowered. And normally a lot of the time it's those who are idiots as well. So, And by the way, I used to be one of those idiots. I used to spend my time arguing with people on social media and all that shit, but it was when I was disempowered. Now that I'm more empowered, I don't have time to do that crap. Like I see shit every day that I don't agree with, but I just scroll through and I keep going. Like I don't have time for that crap. Like that person will learn the lesson that they need to learn. However, they're ready to learn it. Like I just keep going. So that also helps as well. But just remember, first of all, likes attract likes. So, you know, your environment will be the environment that you create. So if people are ranting and raving, it's probably a good thing because you're going to keep shit people out of your community and you're going to keep shit people away from you. The good people give you good empowering feedback anyway. Like they'll give you, even if it's negative feedback, they'll give it to you in an empowering way that you can use. And then the other thing is if you get disempowering feedback, don't look at it like disempowering feedback. Look through it and find out where you can improve, where you can grow, how it can help you. And when you do that, you'll realize that it's for your benefit anyway. Okay, And that's the way that I deal with negative and disempowering feedback versus how I used to deal with it. And that's getting caught up in the drama and the bullshit and getting angry and frustrated. It's just not worth it. Like, Just stay focused on your mission, your values, your purpose. Stay focused on your community, the people who are supporting you, the people who are around you, the good quality people you have in your life. You know, sometimes it's so easy to get preoccupied by some dickhead who's posting bullshit or talking crap or, you know, has given you disempowering or negative feedback. It's so easy for your mind to be occupied by that when the person who's sitting right in front of you, it might be your intimate partner, it might be your kid, it might be your friends, it might be your family, it might be staff members are all sitting right in front of you wanting to support you and wanting to help you, but you're completely distracted by the other thing. You know, I've had that happen before. Like Jess will be sitting there, like we're both lying on the bed together, just chilling. And I'm on my phone, stressed out and worried about something because someone's talking bullshit, but I'm not sitting there with her, enjoying her time and, and her experience. And she's the person who's supporting me and loving me. Yeah, I'm spending my time dealing with some knobhead who I don't even know who's over the other side of the world who has a fake profile. Like just pull yourself back to your outcome. Also the environment you want to create, the life that you want to create, and just don't worry about most of the bullshit. But from the negative and disempowering feedback, always try to find the benefits of it. Try and find how you can learn from it. Try and find how you can grow from it. And watch what happens. You'll consistently improve. Those people who are too busy talking smack anyway, in 10 years time, they're going to be in the same position or worse. 
and you're just going to be better and it's just going to piss them off more. Just don't hold yourself back because of those people though and get too caught up in it. Anyway, I hope that helps Driven Mofos. Remember, sharing's caring. If you haven't shared this podcast with someone this week, just remember, take a screenshot, flick it to a friend, share the link with somebody, you know, post it in your comments or share it on one of your social media pages, like in your story or whatever, tag me in it. I really do appreciate it. I'm the one who's in my DMs. I'm the one who's talking to everybody. I'm the one who's sharing the post. So I see who's sharing and who's not as well. So I really do appreciate all of you who are out there sharing. And for those of you this week who are going to share. So appreciate you all. Keep driving hard. Keep pushing hard. And remember, standards plus clarity equal results. So make sure you keep setting your standards high. Make sure you keep getting yourself clearer and clearer with where you're going and watch what happens. Your results will keep increasing and your lifestyle will keep increasing as well. Anyway, have a great day, Driven Mofos. Keep kicking massive goals. 